Hi, welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of Sprott Gold Talk. I am your host, Ed Coyne, Senior Managing Director at Sprott Asset Management. Today, I've asked John Hathaway, Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Manager of the Sprott Gold Equity Fund, to join me to talk about another level of gold. If any of you recall, we talked about the physical market on Episode 1 and how to allocate to that space and how to make physical gold a productive asset. I thought today, with having our special guest, John Hathaway, joining us, a closer look or a deeper dive into the gold equity story and the gold equity allocation would be appropriate, particularly given the most recent sell-off we've seen over the last month or two. Um, John, let's just dive right into this. Let's start with first the physical market. Clearly, we've had a bit of a sell-off here in the last couple months. You know, In your opinion, you know, what's going on in the, in the physical gold market over the last four to six months? It's mainly higher interest rates. People are uh, very concerned about the fact that the 10-year, which was close to 1% six months ago, is now 1.5%. And uh, I think there's a lot of algorithmic trading that positions gold as the other side of that trade. Uh, Short bonds, short gold, bullish on the cyclical side of the economy. I think that's really what's going on. And, you know, with that, you know, how is that actually affecting the miners? Are you growing bearish on the miners? Are you opportunistic about the miners? What's happening with the miners, given that gold's cooling here, at least in the short term? Well, the, the miners are, are, are very profitable, even though the gold price has retreated some $300 from the peak level it reached in, in the beginning of August of last year. They're generating lots of cash flow, lots of free cash flow. Their earnings comparisons year over year are going to be very positive, mainly because the average gold price, if we assume the worst of it is 1700 will still be positive on a year over year basis. Plus, a lot of them were shut down for varying periods of duration in, in 2020 because of COVID. And as we come out of the pandemic, which we're doing, you'll see a more normal level of operation. So I think our earnings momentum is there. In addition to that, the macro outlook for the gold price is very positive, which we can get into if you would like. But uh, no, I feel like the gold stocks right here are compelling from a risk reward point of view. Yeah, let's touch on that a minute. You know, a lot of investors, rightly or wrongly, they think about returns on a quarter to quarter basis. And as we've seen over multiple market cycles, gold's really about a decade to decade type of allocation. Clearly, the physical market is something you want to own, is a core allocation, is a way to diversify your portfolio. And there's times where you really want to think about gold equities. And we do, as a firm, believe that right now is one of those times. But in your view and what's going on in the market today, over the next couple quarters, not to ask you to pull out the old crystal ball, but you know, what should an investor be looking for? Or what should they be thinking about in the coming quarters as they look to allocate capital to the gold miners? Well, the first thing is that gold mining stocks, first of all, gold is out of favor and gold mining stocks are even more out of favor. I've, I've been investing in as a gold specialist since 1998. I've never seen the values as compelling as they are right now. So if you wear your hat as a value investor or as a contrarian, you have to be interested in the stocks, even if you don't take particularly bullish macro view of the gold price, which I think is another discussion. 
And in a world of overvalued securities, both bonds and stocks, in fact, I wrote a paper at the beginning of this year showing that the valuation of the S&P 500 was in the 100th percentile of all historical experience. And, you know, that can go on for a bit, but it would be hard to not say that the investment consensus is priced for perfection and will probably get less than perfection. So gold mining stocks, which have had a correction going back to last August, have come down to valuation levels where if the stock market were to sell off, which I think is a reasonable bet, you would probably have much less risk in gold mining stocks. And again, if the stock market were to sell off, it seems to me that that would be bullish for gold because investors would look for defensive strategies to protect capital. And of course, gold is one of those. And then gold mining stocks by extension are also part of that defensive strategy. And let's not forget that the group has a current yield that's higher than the S&P. It's roughly 3%. Uh, again, and valuations uh, are about 50% of what you can get in, in the S&P if you look at a number of different valuation metrics. So you have value going for you, you have contrary thinking going for you, and you have the very good possibility that the gold price correction will be, if it hasn't already run its course, will very soon run its course. And we could have another leg up in the gold price that takes us to new highs, which I think would inject a tremendous amount of um, buying into this, this sector. Well, it seems like the the macro narrative for both physical gold and the gold equities is, is stronger, as you said, uh, than you've probably seen in your career. You know, a, as a senior portfolio manager and working with the entire Sprott team, I always have to remind people that, you know, gold uh, miners are stocks also. They have earnings, they have management, they have cost. You know, as a portfolio manager, Let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into the underlying companies themselves, uh, not giving individual names, but really thinking about as a business buyer, if you're going to buy one mine over another mine, what are some of the, the key items or key matrix you look at when you're making a decision to buy one miner over another or allocate more to one mine over another mine? It starts with our assessment of management. There are good managements. There are average managements and there are less than average managements. So we first and foremost take into account the capability of management. We also take into account the quality of the assets, the mining assets, where a lot of things go into that. And then we look at valuation. So those three things, management, asset quality, and valuation. And then we put our heads together, the gold team, several members, uh, and we talk every day. And it's a continuing process of evaluating all of those factors. We recently, actually last week, had literally up to 100 meetings at the Bank of Montreal Mining Conference, which is an annual event. This year it was virtual. And I personally had 35 or so meetings some of the analysts had up to 60 meetings in a five-day conference. And so we basically use that to refresh our understanding of the holdings that we have and also think about possible new additions to the portfolio. So it's an ongoing process, but it's the quality of management, the quality of the assets, and valuation, all those three. 
Well, it sounds like the approach you take, and, and given that we have some wind in our sails uh, from a global narrative of what's happening in the market, really is effectively a hangover effect, as I like to call it, from the COVID-19 pandemic. It looks like to me, uh, not only does the physical market make sense as a diversifier in a portfolio, but today, an opportunistic allocation to gold equities certainly is something that should be considered when looking to add some total return to your portfolios. So we encourage you to visit us at Sprott.com and please reach out to us for any questions, interest, uh, or comments. Thank you for listening. I'm Ed Coyne, Senior Managing Director at Sprott Asset Management. You have been listening to the Gold Talk podcast by Sprott Inc. For more information and insights on precious metals investing, please visit Sprott.com. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Sprott entity to the listener. Neither Sprott nor any of its affiliates make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast. And any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Sprott, and Sprott is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Sprott to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Sprott entity. Past performance is no indication of future results.